1: This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com.
2: It's hour three of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. We are about to be joined by a guest in Tampa to tell you what you need to know about the Buccaneers, how healthy they are, how confident they are going into this wild card match. Show up with the Dallas Cowboys Monday night. Uh, okay, so stand by for that. We will get to Brianna Dix here in just a second. Old friend to Brian, now working at Buccaneers.com. Uh, she covered the Cowboys for a while. Okay, um, yeah, I've been, been meaning to ask you guys this a couple of times. Asked you it once, and then Steve called. Maybe I'll ask you it again, and Brianna will call. <laughs> Troikman said, I see a quarterback not playing with a great deal of confidence. How big of a deal is that going into this game?
1: I mean, if he's not playing with confidence, you're, I think you're in a world of trouble. I, I think Dak is the type of guy, though, that is able to overcome a lot of these things. So I, I think the confidence will be there when he steps on the field. But if if it wasn't there, then, yeah, I think you're in a world of trouble.
2: All right. At 877-881-1053, the truckwreck.com fan text is open. And we'll get to your thoughts on that coming up here in about 10 minutes or so. But uh, joining us now, formerly on the Cowboys beat, now with Buccaneers.com, it's Brianna Dix here on your home of the Cowboys. Andy, good afternoon, Brianna. How are you?
3: I am great. How are you?
2: We're doing outstanding. Uh, thanks for joining us and, and giving your uh, perspective here on these these Buccaneers. How confident are people uh, you know, down there? Uh, right here, it's, it's, it's split about 50-50. How, how confident are Buccaneers fans?
3: I would say extremely confident. And I think one of the vibes that's been around facility this week is just, it is a fresh slate. You know, I love Levante David said he went into the meeting room and wrote on the whiteboard this week. It's a new season. And I think that's the way they're looking at it. And then Tom Brady even in- emphasized that behind the podium today that, you know, hey, like everything we've done up to this point doesn't matter. It's put to bed. And it doesn't even necessarily mean who is the best team on Monday night. It's who plays the best on Monday is going to be who comes out of this game victorious. So they're a confident bunch. They love who they have in this locker room, and they're ready to roll against uh, America's team.
2: <laughs> well, you obviously know both teams well. Brianna, who do you think's going to win?
3: <laughs> I, <laughs> I have to show my allegiance, and I am going with the Buccaneers on this one.
1: Is that the Brady effect? Yes. It's all about it, Brady. Gosh, dang it, it Bree. You've Brie. been in Tampa too long, Brie. huh? What What has it been like covering him? By the way, you've been around the sport for a while, but covering the goat, I, I imagine, has been pretty special.
3: It 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 is, and I will say, uh, I mean, my my dad has been a Tom Brady fan for a long time, so I've certainly seen my fair share of Patriots games over the years. But I think for for me, what's been the greatest part in my biggest takeaway is just his strive for excellence. And I think I can appreciate a person that has become the greatest at what he does by an unparalleled work ethic. I mean, he has just the tenacity. I mean, you can see the fire in his eyes. He loves this sport more than anything in the world. And I think as a person that has grown up loving this game, it's been part of my fabric. I'm kind of, I, like I'm a perfectionist, you know. I'm a, I can say that, and I think I've really enjoyed just getting to see that day in and day out side of him, and in the work that he puts into it to be the best.
1: He proved it more than ever this
4: year. He loves football more than anything in the world. Yeah, he certainly did. And We know you're a perfectionist when it comes to the baked goods, as Eric Eric would say, the yummy delights. Because uh, oh, yes, yeah, you you sure you sure know what you're doing <laughs> here. Check- was. Oh, my gosh. Those were uh, simply outstanding. I do have two injury-related questions. What's going on yes. with the status of that Bucks offensive line?
3: Yes. Well, I think we've had kind of some some good news and bad news this week. Uh, the good news, you're going to get both of your starting tackles back. You know, Tristan Wirf, Donovan Smith will be playing. Uh, both of them didn't play in Week 18 against the Falcons. But I think kind of the question mark coming into today was Nick Leverett. Are your our starting left guard, but also the backup center. So Todd Bullis has said earlier in the week that he had a sore leg, and then he popped up on the injury report this week with a knee and a shoulder, and he didn't practice today. So if he can't go, not only have you lost your guard, but also your replacement center. But the good news is also that Hainsey has practiced this week and looks good to go. So again, the question mark is Ryan Jensen, who has been – Really a bizarre situation. Haven't haven't had a lot of information on his knee injury. You know, it's kind of just been status quo. Coaches haven't really disclosed anything. Um, Todd Bullis said this week that he's still undergoing some tests that he has to pass. Um, and he even said that there hasn't really been any improvement in terms of his recovery since last week. So, I mean, if he's, if he's healthy, he's good to go, then he's certainly going to be out there. Um, but it's just a matter of how he progresses and what he looks like through the rest of this week,
4: and then the second one would be the dancing bear that is Vita Vea.
3: Yes, Vita Vea looks like he is on track to play on on Monday night, which is going to be huge. Having him next to uh, Akeem Hicks, Manning, the middle of the line,
5: <laughs> Brianna, When you when you the the Buccaneers statistically have struggled to run the football and then they ran it well when you came in town opening night, but yes. what, what's happened? It, has it really just been the injuries throughout to the offensive line or is there something uh, fundamentally? And I know you study scheme and all that. Is there something right. that they, that, that, that they haven't, Byron left, hasn't done or hasn't committed to running the ball. Right.
3: I think the way that these games have been played has dictated the flow of the game. You know, they've had success running the football when they've been up early. You know, they were able to run the ball in week one. And, you know, the Cowboys have had a lot of issues with, you know, those perimeter runs, making the cornerback tackle in space. You know, Leonard Fournette gassed the Cowboys in week one on the edge. You know, when they were pinning the defensive ends, they were getting the offensive linemen on linebackers. But I think really what it's come down to is the Bucks have been playing from behind, and your defense is really what has carried this Bucks team to allow Brady to have those late-game comebacks, those theatrics. But if they're not going to be having success, then you have to go with that pass-heavy script, and it's kind of turned Brady into that guy that has to be the 45-plus pocket passer, you know, which is crazy for any quarterback, much less a 45-year-old man. So I think this week they're certainly going to try and dictate the pace of the game, get started early, and be able to have that, that balanced attack, get play action going, and be able to kind of open some things up downfield.
2: Brianna Dix here with you on 105 Through the Fan, Buccaneers.com, formerly on the Cowboys beat. With the players getting healthy like uh, Jensen and, and Vea, uh, how different is this team compared to the Tampa team that lined up week in and week out during the regular season?
3: Right. I think you can't underestimate what this line is when Veya's in there. Um, and I think a lot of people, traditionally, just when you look at the nose tackle position, it's, okay, it's a guy that's kind of that two-gapper, you know, the guy that eats up blocks and kind of creates those opportunities for other guys. But, I mean, Vea came in here. He's had a career-high sack this year. He pushes the pocket. And, yes, he does create plays for some other guys, but he also wrecks havoc at the line of scrimmage himself. So I think it certainly boosts this team. And then this coaching staff and just me personally, I can't say enough about the job that Anthony Nelson's done specifically also at outside linebacker. Um, you know, the bucks have had some issues at time, you know, with guys on the outside kind of crashing in and getting gashed a little bit on the outside, but he's really come in and been a big help for this team against the run along with Vea and Akeem.
5: Brianna, when you, from the bugs' perspective, what scares you about the Cowboys'
3: offense? Ooh, I would say for me, it's Ceedee Lamb and Tony Pollard, and I know that this team has not been the same running the football without Terrence Steele. Um, I think when you had him in there with Zach Martin, you know they were able to have that second level of the the combo the reach blocks that were really really effective in getting guys on the outside and just you know historically a lot of the runs have come behind zach martin whether it's Ezekiel you know, Elliott, whether it's tony pollard but i mean cd lamb and tony i think combined for what was it like eight touches against san francisco that you and i brian spent a lot of time talking about and yeah. being frustrated so I think they are going to try and get the ball in their hands this week, you know, make guys break tackles and try and get those that yards after catch, the yards after contact. And, I mean, Tony is just a fun player to watch. You know, he has that slash style. He has the rare acceleration, the ability to bounce runs outside. And I was very excited when we drafted Rashad White because he reminds me a little bit of – Tony Pollard. You know, he was kind of that shifty, packed twelve back, um, and has a lot of the same similarities to complement Leonard Fournette. But those are a couple of the guys that I think is going to be really crucial for the Bucs to try and contain.
4: Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Rashad White, because he's also a guy that I think could be a difference maker in this game for Tampa Bay. Is there anyone else, you know, we've talked about Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but maybe somebody on the Buck side of things that maybe we haven't focused on that you think could be a big impact player on this game Monday night? Uh,
3: I think uh, an obvious would, would be to say uh, maybe Chris Godwin, but I think I'm going to counter a little bit with even Russell Gage. Um, I think he's been a guy that has really stepped up in recent weeks when he has been healthy, and, you know, a lot of teams have kind of worked to – try and limit that big play over the top with Mike Evans. So that's left a little bit of the middle of the field exploited, you know, guys not challenging at the line of scrimmage. So guys like Chris Godwin, Russell Gage, Kay Dalton have been able to kind of exploit the the cushion in the soft zones and get, get chunk yardage through, through the middle of the field. And that was one of the big things against the Falcons in week 18 on that first drive where they um, Brady hit Kyle Rudolph. So, those are some guys I'm excited to see, and then defensively, I would say Devin White. he had a really big game against Tampa Bay in week one, and I think in a similar way that kind of Dan Quinn uses Michael Parsons. I think Devin's kind of the focal point for Todd Bowles in some of his creative packages, you know in in week one, used a lot of you know disguises and had a lot of fun with with Devin White, whether it was you know, using him as a blitzer through the A-gap so then he sneaks, you know, Mike Mike Edwards through or he crosses Levante David and Devin White and then Anthony Nelson was able to get home on the outside. You know, there's a lot of fun things that he can do with him because the Cowboys allocate resources to him and then it creates opportunities for other guys to get home. So I think he's going to be a guy that the Cowboys are certainly going to be dialed up to.
1: There's been a lot of discussion in the Metroplex about uh, booty bread this week here, uh, and I'm curious—are you familiar with that term? And I, I feel like it's about time we get a female perspective on this, fellas. Uh, the, the the portion of the bread and the loaf that is like all crust on one side. Brian, are you familiar? Yeah, the ends heel. of the loaf, the, heels. the heel. Yeah, yeah, the booty bread. yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Sorry. Um, so you, do you eat that?
4: What?
3: No.
1: Okay. Hard
4: uh, no. You just throw it away.
3: Yeah. So. Like opening up the looks, opening up the back. I would always basically just skip that one. I go to the next one and I go on down the line.
2: Yeah. But you leave it I in there to protect I the touch, other pieces,
1: I right?
3: Weird, I don't touch the weird end piece. <laughs> okay,
1: that's <laughs> fair. You leave that problem for somebody else at a later date.
3: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good.
3: Even like if you like if you're making toast. You know, I'm like what are what are we doing? Putting that in the toaster? Like I don't even Ooh. know what this looks like. I don't know what we're doing. Just the normal piece of toast, you know, with the butter. That's yeah, that's Ooh. how I go.
4: Crushing our guy Lucius's soul over here. What are you missing most about uh, the Metroplex being there in in Tampa Bay?
3: Ooh, I would. I mean, honestly, I love I love Tampa Bay. I love the people I work with. This organization is absolutely incredible, and I honestly could not say one bad thing about the coaching staff, this locker room. Like, this is a close-knit, incredible group of people. Um, but I will say one of the things that I do miss, obviously, first and foremost, my family, um, that's all in Texas, but I just miss a lot of the, the camaraderie and the friendships that I formed um, with you guys and a lot of the people in Dallas. So that was one of the reasons why I was crossing my fingers when it seemed like it was going to be a Cowboys- Bucks matchup for the wild card. That's what I was hoping for because I'm excited to get to see get to see some people again.
5: You're a foodie. You miss every restaurant here in Dallas. Don't lie. I was really thinking <laughs> the Tex mex <laughs> You do. You know, you lobster root. You miss. You miss yeah, you miss risotto. You miss, yeah, you miss pasta. You miss everything. Come on, just tell it like I, it is, Bray.
3: I still have dreams about that dang risotto. <laughs> you know you know, I dream about that.
2: Well, it was great to catch that up with you. Was, that
3: stuff was unreal. It
2: was. It, it sure is was. It is special. All right, Breonna, appreciate you. Uh, congrats on your success down there. Buccaneers.com for any fans that want to read your stuff. Is there anything else before we let you go?
3: I think that's it.
2: Nailed it. Appreciate you. Have a great weekend, and we wish you nothing but the best. Is that a is that a a, a Boston accent? Is that how her dad was a big Tom Brady fan?
5: No, I I don't think so.
2: I, I th- There's some kind of accent no, in there. Yeah, should asked her.
5: Yeah, should I'll I'll ask. Okay. Her. I, I, I just th- no. I think her dad. I think they're from here. Okay. I think that's the. Yeah, but that's huh. her. she went
4: to high school here. She told Eric and I a great story about um, yeah. accidentally. Ripping her pants at a high school game one time is yeah. so embarrassing. Really fortunate. Yeah, unfortunate. And Very the challenges uh, yeah.
1: gro- uh, growing up with a last name like that. So yeah. you got vulnerable about that a little bit. That's mental
4: toughness, I believe. It's time now for the Wooly Bullies Top 10 at 420. Where are we going with that? Sir. Top 10 pet peeves. What's your biggest pet peeve? 877-881-1053. We'll do that next on The Fan.
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?
2: It is time now for Zach Wolchuk and his top 10 at 420 here on 105.3. The fan thanks to Brianna Dix, Buccaneers.com, for joining us, giving us a preview. She sounded very confident. Uh, segment is brought to you that the Buccaneers would win. She, uh, She's a
5: Cowboy fan at heart, though. Okay. Well, that's she, good. She really
2: is. She's just homering it up now she for is, her new... Is, it's
5: like when you Maybe, go to work yeah. for a club, uh-huh. like me in Philadelphia, I had to pull for the Eagles because I worked for them, you know, or you're with the Packers. You know, after spending yeah, it's your job. You're ready for your, yeah, your you, career. Yeah, you don't want to get fired, but then your team they work for fires you, and then you don't. You know that kind of thing. But yeah, she's a yeah. cowboy fan, but she she has to pull for the bucks, right?
1: I
0: it's
5: I think so team. at
2: Buccaneers. dot com. Yeah, yeah, you got probably. It.
5: You can't be like predicting the Cowboys going to win that. You game.
2: You got to right? keep it down if you are, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, it is time now for Woolchuck in his top ten at four twenty. Segment's brought to you by the Frankels. Hurt in an accident, it's not your fault. Call 214-333-3333. Go to truckwreck.com.
4: Here he is, the Woolly Bully. Thank you very much, General. I got the top 10 biggest pet peeves. What is your biggest pet peeve? 877-881-1053. Twolos, tubers. Can I throw one out there? Go ahead and give them to me, yeah. Okay. Those green text we're, messages. We're about to, yeah, we're about to go traveling together again,
5: right? Mm-hmm. Super Bowl, and. Baseball, all that. If you're the person that stands up when the plane lands, go bleep. I so. wish you nothing but ill the rest of your life. Don't, oh,
1: forever. Yeah,
5: don't be Just that eternal guy illness. or gal forever. that's playing. The plane is rolling, and you're standing up to get in the aisle.
2: No, if you are one of the layover people, I declare, de- declare, but
5: declare, you have, declare, yep. yeah, yeah. Because they'll make an announcement on the plane. They'll say, "Listen." We got some folks that are trying to catch a connection. Would everybody please stay in your seat, and they'll let it, they'll let you run to the front.
0: You I know, get that. But it's, if,
2: it's the worst when the person just gets up and then their crotch is right next to you that's, or their butt, that's, it's their butt or their crotch, and you're right. like.
1: Yeah, what uh, if it's a nice butt? Well, see the butt and the crotch. There are thing, exceptions. That's always a question that I have. Like at the movie theater, when you're having to squeeze into your seat, are you going crotch towards the the people's faces, or are you going rear, butt towards the people's? Rear. Face? Always, always rear. Always, always, you, always, always yeah, go rear. Always rear. But isn't there more opportunity no. for potential damage with the rear? You make sure you don't rip one. Like you, one. if I'm sitting down, I'd probably rather get crotch in the face than rear in the no, face. You don't. No, no, you, you don't. don't. The rear can hurt me in that scenario. No,
4: no, it's no. not going to hurt you unless you're. you're they can you rip, rip a fart? Are you kidding me? But no, you they're should not. Have they're some crop dust. You, you might have been traumatized
5: by that, bro. They're not going to crop dust you as they're walking yeah, through the have aisle. Some human decency. I'm just saying,
1: what's the downside of the crotch, though? We obviously know what the downside of the rear end well, is. You don't also want to have like that awkward it's eye contact. It's so
5: awkward. Have you ever tried to move through an aisle crotch first? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's I've, not, gone, you can't. I've, done I've done People both. looking at I've you like, both. what
4: are you doing, weirdo? You trying to get me to touch you or something like that? Yeah, and, and why are we looking at each other now? This is awkward.
1: Yeah, bro. Okay, no, I guess it's settled. Do you really
4: go crotch first?
1: I yes uh, I, well I, I go back and forth with it I'm asking the question because I, I'm someone who's just coming here looking for the education and apparently three out of four people if you are did telling me I
4: might hit you in the junk I might just haul off and well, hit Brian's you. very serious about yeah. this I just typically
1: go rear because I don't want to look and at it. And you anybody.
5: say, excuse me a lot. You go, Excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me. And I'm making it me, as quick me. as possible. Me, me. Yeah.
1: And when you're the one sitting down and somebody else is doing the excuse me, pardon me, you'd rather see their rear than I, their cross. I'm, I'm, I'm also not checking it out. I'm
5: a guy that stands yeah. up. It's if nice. you're going through the aisle, I had this happen at the Mavs game the other night. If yeah. people keep getting up and down, I'll stand up and move out of the way. Because yeah. I don't want you bumping into me as you're going through
2: the aisle. That's why I like the end, so I can just get out. Yeah, or I'll go like stand in the stand steps. up, yeah. move,
5: move in the steps,
6: and then, yeah, exactly. Okay, it's settled. We're clutch right. first. Lucius, pet peeve. <laughs> uh, Let's see. Uh, burr, 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 burr. Zero self-awareness. When folks have zero self-awareness, That's usually good. like fake folks with narcissistic attitudes. I don't like those. Yeah. Bad drivers, if you're slow in that left lane. Getting a lot of that on the truck <laughs> uh, right That God. kills me. Yeah, and today, you're to keeping
5: Lucius to getting out to where he needs today to Today, it happened. Yeah. Watch that. And if
6: I try to, like, speed up, and you speed up then, but you've been driving slow before, I don't like you at all. <laughs> <laughs> and overly competitive friends. Man, I'm not competing with you, dog. Mm. I'm here to help you. Yeah. 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 Well, especially when it's uncompetitive situations.
3: I'm not competing with
1: you. Like, we're not even playing a game right now. I get the competitive spirits when we're playing Madden, but when it's just like a life thing and it's like a one-up competition, yeah, that one's difficult. Dude, we're just playing NCAA. Yeah,
4: you got me on that speed option, buddy. Good for you.
1: But seriously, uh, Lucius, can we get your opinion on this? Crotch first, butt first, when entering an aisle, movie theater, game,
6: whatever it may be. Don't you go to the side? Oh, you're talking about facing the people. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you got to do that shimmy. Like, when yeah. you're shimmying yeah.
1: through to get to your middle seat in a movie theater aisle or whatever, are you going crotch He's to the people's butt. face he or are you going butt
6: to the people's face? Let's see. Well, I, I'm facing the chair. I'm I'm kind of towards, the side. I, I guess you see him a crotch. Okay. The crotch. That's the crotch. Eh. Yeah, Thank sorry. you, Lucius.
1: Yeah. I'm glad we got a little bit of that going uh, uh, The way he
4: just did it, though, it, I saw your your butt. They yeah, but
6: he, but he was but doing the... But this is the, the screen right here. So if I'm coming to the movie situation, you guys are the screen. Here's the aisle. The people sitting right here. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Kind of looking at the screen, looking at where I'm going. I'm not really paying attention to him. So it's he's weird. walking That is, that is forward. very sideways. He's yeah. going
5: forward. He's not going sideways. He's going definitely forward. Definitely not crotch. Yeah, yeah. He, he's walking a straight line is what
2: he's trying to do. I think. Wouldn't you want to, if you it's had a to shuffle. choose, sideways, here's another shuffle. angle cuz Lucius just mentioned something that made me think of it. That's Don't you want to keep your eye on the action whether it's a basketball game, football game or the movie? The, but the but movie. to other patrons, I'm looking
1: at the screen. That's it's a fair point if
7: we're That's if we're it's
1: mid-game or mid-movie. Yeah. Then I, I guess that does make I, more sense. I kind of fearful sure. of kicking your
5: drink on the ground is one cuz I trying to you're looking down. <laughs> I'm also fearful if you go face first knocking it out of your hand. You know, like it's in your hand and like you like, oh, excuse me. And you're like, you bump their hand and they drop their drink. You know, if I hit you with my rear, I kind of feel like I didn't do it on purpose. It does make
4: sense. Yeah. So number 10 on the list of top 10 pet peeves is cell phone drivers. And the reason why I think is because typically these people are going slower. How many times do you drive by and you're like, what's going on with this person? You realize, oh, they're texting. They're on their phone.
2: They've stopped at the red light. Everybody's gone. It's been green for 10 seconds. Oh, my bad. You missed the light again.
6: Zero Zero self-awareness. Boom.
4: There it is.
5: Lucius, did you say the other day or did I hear it on another show that about people that talk on their cell phones too loud? Oh, that's not me. Like No, okay. I thought someone said this the other day on on one of the shows that like, If you're the guy, the gal that's got it on hands, but you're yelling, my hand does that. Yeah, in in a crowded area, she walks around with
2: it on speakerphone. Yeah, she'll be like, she'll be at a restaurant talking on speakerphone. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, the last flight I took, this guy didn't have headphones and he listened to a podcast about uh, prepping for three hours, and nobody told him like what. At the end of this flight, when people are getting up and we're getting ready to leave, this lady goes so. What have we all been listening to for the last three hours?
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. He's
2: like, oh yeah, it's good prepper stuff. He was really, he was really proud, I guess, wow. to be a prepper. Wanted everybody to hear it.
4: I Number nine that. is uh, naming your kids after certain celebrities and the way celebrities name their kids. They kind of oh. go hand in hand, like Apple. They go really unique. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. that that bothers a lot of people.
2: Now I, I did I did name Abby after Abby Wambach. You know, she just had the big goal there in twenty
4: eleven. It's not a big deal, but I mean, there's some some of these kids' names that celebrities are picking or. Like very Elon bizarre. Musk's
5: kids, you've seen those names? No, what oh, are they? I I, I I don't even I it's, remember it's it, but I
4: don't like specifically it's like code or something. It's code, yeah. It's all code, yeah. I mean, some of them can get a little weird. Number eight is the uh, screaming children or temper tantrums, bro.
1: Let me tell you something. There is. Nothing boils my blood like the uh, the screams of an infant. <laughs> and I'm dealing with this a lot right now. I
4: feel for the parents in that situation.
1: Thank you. Because I'm sitting there like doing everything that I can and this baby won't stop crying. Right. And I'm like, dude, it's it's it truly is the biggest test of patience that I have.
4: But there are some parents that I feel like just don't do anything about it. Yes. Yeah. They just yeah. leave the child to... Have their sit there, taster. yeah, we we ran into that uh, uh, ice skating,
2: and we're in this little room where you can stay warm, and you're watching the people ice skate through this glass window. This like one year old is throwing a fit, and the mom she's like, ha, 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 "He's so funny." It's like, no, no. Well, that's like the rudest mom ever. Yes, like you should be trying to soothe your child up to a point. She made no effort at that, and then you should be concerned with people's, you know, frustration levels. And she just did not care. More no lady will,
6: lady will shush your kid. Yeah, oh, really? Good for yeah, her. In public, She was shut good your for kid. Her. Shh. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, what are you doing? She's like, will Sean act like that in public? Yeah, Man, you got a good point. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Hey. Uh, some would never act like that in public. Raised
4: them well. Yeah. Number seven is people who throw their trash out the car window as they drive. Litterers. Yeah. Unless it's biodegradable, like a banana peel.
6: Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I look out. around too, make sure nobody sees me. It's not yeah. like you can see me. <laughs> like, hey, and well, with the look. peel, if somebody's behind you, yeah. you don't want them slipping. Well, obviously.
4: this is very, you know, like a clear and obvious. You know, it could
6: the- be an off-duty cop or something. I don't want to throw it right in front you of you. You never yeah. know. I went yeah. to, there's no cars around. I throw it over there. No yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. When they're not, yeah. like, when they're clearly not even trying to be inconspicuous about it as well. Like, they're just, like, out there in the open.
6: I am a litterer, and yeah. I want people to see. No.
5: What's the biggest amount of trash you've ever thrown out the window? Uh, like, a, like a McDonald's bag?
6: Tall can, a 24-ounce course.
5: <laughs> <laughs> like, did you see a
2: cop? the evidence.
5: Lucy, did you see a cop? Is that I what it was? I not drinking what you
6: told him
4: about.
6: <laughs> oh, oh, gosh, cuz this out of, out of here.
4: Home. <laughs> a fat old sack of That thing weed. hits the road. It's, <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it's just
5: bouncing all over the place. Yeah,
1: probably about an eighth. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. An eighth what? Dime bag. What? Number six <laughs> okay. is when uh, people copy you in every way. It's like, say the same thing you're I'm saying. I'm trying to copy your look.
1: Or oh, when, dad, when, people, slim look, when people start jocking you. Thank you. Yeah. right. Isn't that a, they start <laughs> jocking you? That does get it Jocking irritated.
4: you. That's our word now, right? We're jocking. We're jocking. Number five is uh, bitchy schoolgirls. Hmm. I guess the valley girl. <laughs> De- depending on how they're playing, yeah. I suppose so. Yeah. Uh, number four is not washing your hands after using the restroom. That is a problem. It's a pet peeve for people. That's a problem. My bad. I know someone who does it. And it wasn't. I saw you do it. I think it would work.
2: Did you just say you do it, Kevin? I will sometimes, but you know, I don't touch anything.
4: The door. We're hand? talking about a
2: number
1: one,
6: right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Door handle, maybe, Man, but they you got should, that. They got, you got you that. Always you wash you got, got that. foot on your hands and that stuff. Flip don't
6: lie. Man, you guys are gross. Yeah. yeah, Eric doesn't wash them. Hey, let me see your phone real quick. Yeah. No, nope. they're just choppy. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you, <laughs> you got a pin? Hell no. We've got several
4: people that don't wash them.
1: No, because in the bathroom here, you can kick the door open and you can use your foot with the thing. Since the pandemic, have we noticed bathroom doors yeah, to get s- out? They the have stoppers at the bottom. The thing, yeah, you can use your foot. So it's still not an excuse, bro. You can use our bathroom up here and never touch a single Or the thing.
5: ladies win in your case.
1: Oh, well, in that, in that <laughs> I'm case- I'm sure the ladies if, love that. If I'm using the ladies, that means I'm going number two, and that's yeah. a must-watch wa- watch situation. Yeah. Must-watch situation. <laughs> yeah, it's not a must-watch. <laughs> here we are,
2: <laughs>
4: gathered Live. Woo-hoo. Eric Chiafalo, just left. entered. <laughs> We're watching, boys and girls. Number three is poor driving etiquette. Should be number one. Okay. Number two is people who use the word your instead of the word your, as in yeah, you are. I do that a
6: lot. Oh, the typers? Yeah. I type I've, I've been called
4: out for that too. Now yeah, I now.
6: when they try to dunk on you.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. And now I know, like, it's registered. I got called out for it so much. I specifically make sure I'm using yeah, the yeah, correct yeah, one. Yeah. You are. Yeah. yeah. But number one, the most uh, annoying pet peeve. People that stand up at a gate at an airplane. It, it's not their seat assignment. That it. actually was an honorable mention on was here. It really? It's 1B. Okay. Uh, but number one is the mouth noises slash chewing with your mouth open.
1: Man. I know that's a big one for Dawson. It's a big yeah. one for my wife. Yeah, it's, And you just do it anyway, right? I get it. Yeah. Un, un, uh, you come from a smacker family, right? I do come from a smacker family. Yeah. Just a... Uh, just animals kind of we're a bit mean with all the, the way we eat yeah yeah just all of us we, we just mow through things it starts with my dad though i mean he he's the he's the ringleader of it all he's the guy that's using King his Smackard. t-shirt as a napkin yeah set <laughs> a high standard for it he did yeah so it was never something that bothered me and then the older i got and like the more i realized around friends and other people it's like this is this is a bit of a problem and my wife calls me out for it all the time
4: some of the texts we got are uh, pj's or house slippers in public
1: I was a a house shoes and sweats guy all throughout high school.
4: Uh, That's not surprising. People that talk (laughs) too loud in movie theaters, that's definitely...
6: Sometimes I love them. If you have good timing and something's funny to say, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. And I oh, like yeah. you. I like you if you're talking too much and you become annoying and the people next to me are mad. <laughs> and they start talking about how mad they are about you. Yeah, that's a go- whole nother movie now. now, it's, um, now it's, yeah, now we're watching it. two things. they shut up up there. Yeah, yeah. We never should go to the movies. I love that. <laughs> love it.
4: Long gas station lines. I mean, we could put the Whataburger drive-thru line in here as Whoa, a pet peeve if we yeah, wanted. That's oh. Just a few of the things that we got texted here on the trucker.com text line.
2: There is a guy who wants to know if, if he flips it over his shorts and makes no physical contact, does he still need to wash? That's my question. Yes. Can I get a ruling? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. I would say no. Yes. I think we've been outvoted to you, Follow. I know. All righty. Well, thanks, uh, Woolchuck. Top 10 at 420 <laughs> oh, every damn. afternoon. Hey, Mike McCarthy was asked an interesting question today with Sean and RJ. How does this year feel compared to last year? His answer was incredibly revealing, and we'll discuss why coming up next in the G-Bag Nation.
7: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be: heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thank you, Lucius.
2: Other pet peeves coming in on text. People that back out of their plans that you've had for a couple, two, three weeks. (laughs) You know, next thing you know, it's like, oh, yeah. Not going to be able to make it. Is, yeah, is something this uh,
5: is this something you're are you talking about going Sasquatch We've, hunting? Maybe uh, we
2: might have lost Jose. There's a little bit of a controversy, and you know the guys are are, are not, quite annoyed right now in the group text. Not a believer. Um, it's unclear. You know, there might have been an incident last weekend where he went a little too hard in the paint, and uh, wifey was asking him to maybe stay home and just dial it back. There was a, there was a rumor about that, oh. but you never know. You know, you never know in these kind of situations. That's why you got to get outside more. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Walk
6: that uh, dog. Yeah, I'm you looking. Speaking of walking the dog, a
2: lot of people annoyed by people that don't uh, that pick up after the dogs. Come
6: on now. Yeah. Come on I'm now. I get a
2: lot of the pick neighbors' up that soup. You know, you see those signs in the flower beds?
6: (laughs) (laughs) You know, people
2: have gotten so annoyed. They live on the corner house. There's like 13 turds in their rose bushes. I I will
5: say this, though. I think some people do carry those bags as a decoy. Mm -hmm. They don't use them. They don't use them. I I sure do. It's kind of like they maybe put a couple of rocks in there, like like they're really, they're Picking stuff up. Yeah. No, yeah. and then they're walking marmaduke. Well, when she has a squirts, Marmadu. my
6: dog, when she has a squirts, I would, like, grab the bag and act like I'm picking up something. But it's usually just, like, leaves and whatnot <laughs> just in yeah. case anybody's watching me. But I don't like the people in my condo complex because yeah. we have, like, a bag situation set up for you and a little trash can where you can put all the poo-poo there. Yeah. Yeah. Everything for you. But, mm-hmm. no, it's just, like, all around it is just poo-poo on the ground. Yeah. You it's just right like, there for you, You dog. can just go
2: in the entry and then stand it's there while right. the dog runs around ah. in the turd grenade minefield. <laughs> you know? This is unreal. 405 says 60 seconds on soccer. Okay.
4: You know, I, I try to keep it to a minute. What's unreal, Wolchuk? The poopy dookie. All over the, the moundage issues that we have. Well, we you guess. guys
5: have the animal farm over there, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, what? No. guess, guys what, guess what I had
4: to do my whole life growing up? Pick up poop? Clean up the dog poop. What was your preferred technique? Just hose it down? No, it was go out there the with corner. the pooper scooper and push, I'm scooping push your up all the at least you had a
6: pooper scooper. My pops had me out there with like the, uh, the Kroger's trash bags. The yeah. Kroger's bags. Yeah. Yeah. Put two of them joints on yeah. and I'd yeah. be well, yeah, Oh, it's horrible.
2: And then
4: you have to unload the bag and go take yeah, it wasn't a fun process. Let me get this Mike
2: McCarthy cut in here. You know, he, Jerry, <laughs> Steven, they've all been on the fan today. Getting some of that. Steven was happy speaking about, about that. Yeah. They're, they're they're you know they're they're speaking confidently. Um, and, and maybe that's the case, but if I was in that building, I would be on edge right now, man. I, I would be pretty, pretty tense and I would be terrified about what is happening, um, at a couple of spots that, that, that lost his games over the last five weeks, particularly the left corner. Um, we asked Steven about it. He said he's confident they're going to change something up schematically, but Mike McCarthy was asked how different he feels this year compared to last and you know what? I think he he kind of talks about what the biggest fear for this team is internally as the game approaches. Here's cut one from his appearance today with Sean and RJ and Bobby.
3: Ah, uh, excellent question, coming out right out of the gate. Yes, sir. Thank um, <laughs> uh, No, I, downhill I think, from here. Downhill. No, I I, I think clearly, um, like anything, I know for, for you know my mindset is really just tied into you know uh, building off of the things. Um, that have happened here, particularly in the last four or five weeks. I mean, we, we've had, we have more moving parts, you know, as far as getting different guys ready, trying out some, you know, players for the first time the last couple of weeks. So, but, uh, but I do feel good about having the extra day and, and, you know, getting our personnel groups, uh, lined up and, and ready to go for Monday night. So, um, and so that, that's, that's definitely a little different from than last year, but yeah, I, I think just like everything you you know, your team, evolves and grows and, you know, we're you know, 25% of our players. Are-
2: yeah, he, he, he can't even think about how different it feels because this is a major preoccupation, uh, I think. The biggest difference is actually just an injury has thrown off your whole plan so bad and now it threatens what you had. You had a, an elite defense, Anthony Brown went out and now you can't find anybody that can cover their own shadow who would have known that Anthony Brown, who had given up like four bad touchdowns before he got hurt, that rate of probability would like triple once he walked off off the field. So to me, when that's the first thing that jumps into Mike's mind about his mentality this year compared to last year, that's like dominating the front part of your brain and every day. And they're stoked that they have an extra day to try to figure it out so they could bring in Xavier Rhodes. Their fourth guy. So you went through Alexander and Mullen and other practice squad guy, and now you're on to Xavier Rhodes. I I don't I, I think this has been perhaps the most underplayed story.
5: I to me, and this is I totally get what you're saying, but to me, there there was a time in administration way back or recently too that would have just kept playing kelvin joseph yeah they would have just kept you know let's not change i love that yeah and 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 that's and 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 i'm not you're absolutely right i mean they're they're in a bad spot
2: there right now
5: they're they're hoping that they get one great game
2: out of xavier rhodes at least this group tries yeah
5: that's what i'm saying jason
2: garrett would have been like well you just gotta step up that's that's
5: the next man up thing yeah to them it's like listen next man up is not good enough we let's keep trying here and I, they're in a bad spot over there. Yeah. They, they are in a bad spot with that cornerback situation.
2: 469 says it was Jordan Lewis, then Anthony Brown. Yeah, that's a great point. You lose two corners and then Van Der Esch on top of that. Yeah. yeah. And... You know, role player type of guys. Hankins I too. Hmm. It, it's 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 shocking that it's had that big of, of of an impact.
1: But it's it's such an important position, and they invested in it, and they swung and missed on their investment. Right. You spent a second round pick on it, and that yes. botched. Then you and you spent a fifth round pick in nation Wright, third round, third, pick. round pick. third round pick. He was a third round. He was a third round pick. Dear God, yeah. and, and you and you miss tremendously on but those. You so hit, that's where you find yourself. But see,
5: then all of a sudden, yeah, but then you hit on Bland. Right. See if if Kelvin. Joseph was a fifth round pick, we'd all be like ah, it happens. but and if bland was a second round pick, we'd all feel a lot better about the situation. I mean I know I would, but I I don't know. I mean to me it's it's tough. I, I and let's let's not act like Anthony Brown was great. I'm the guy here when we were, we were in training camp was like thinking that he was going to play like Bland. Amen. Get
4: interceptions and all
5: that stuff. Right. He,
4: He was far from that. I'm with you. People keep saying like, hey, I mean, this goes to show you how much we miss Anthony Brown. No, Anthony Brown was also the mark we yeah. were also attacking he, Anthony Brown and he was giving up big plays. So, well, yeah, he's Julio be-
5: Jones opening
4: game. What do they do? They throw it down the right side. Absolutely. Giants he,
1: game, same yeah. thing. Like Colts we, game, exactly. same thing. Yes,
4: like we would he be wasn't talking, he wasn't good. No question. We would be talking the same thing if you had Anthony Brown going into this game about Tom Brady attacking Anthony Brown. Yeah,
2: yeah he destroyed Anto- uh, Anthony Brown with Antonio Brown yes. in, in in 2021. Yes. And and, and you know, I th- I think that's remarkable that a guy could be bad And, like, four degrees of separation later is how bad these four guys are. Yeah. Um, And, yes, Anthony Brown was playing okay, but he was falling down and getting concussions while people were, you know, mossing him for 60-yard touchdowns. And it was not a good year for no, him. But I thought he was going to be better, and he really wasn't. Okay, which playoff memory is most burned in your mind at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three, Go back into history. When you think playoffs and the Cowboys, what jumps out there? Jerry answered that, and uh, we'll play you what, what he said. We want your thoughts on the TruckWreck.com fan text next year in the nation.
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?